This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much to everybody tuned in, locked in, all over North America. Super producer and host, Ryan Hickey, he's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And I hope you've had a great day, a good Thursday, a good Thursday afternoon, the start of a good Thursday evening. Wherever you're at, I hope you're good. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next four hours. I get started this time every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. NBA getting ready to move towards its all-star break. Major League Baseball, we got camps popping up all over the place for spring training. Caitlin Clark needs eight points to be the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. We got a lot to get into the rest of today, the rest of the evening, the rest of the afternoon. Got college football coaches bailing. Literally, a couple minutes from me right here in in Georgia State, their coach is like, I'm gone. And he heads back up to uh, South Carolina. And he's not the only coach who's decided to bail. We we know that this uh, this college coaches right now, they are just playing musical chairs. And they're they're declining head coaching jobs and opportunities. We're going to get into that later on in the show. You want to holler at me? It's simple. It's 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. You can also find me. I'm everywhere online at JR Sport Brief. And about 20 minutes from now, we're going to be joined by Sam Quinn from CBS Sports. This isn't necessarily the halfway mark of the NBA season, but they are moving into having their all star break. We got the slam dunk contest tomorrow. We have some first time all stars on Sunday. We have, hey, Hickey, is it appropriate for me to say man versus woman? It is, right? I don't get in trouble for that. No, no, you do not. It is a fact. Yeah, we got uh, Sabrina Unesco as well as uh, Steph Curry in a three-point competition. That might be the most 
I guess, uh, highly anticipated event for All-Star Saturday night. They dug Mac McClung out of the G League to come through and dunk the basketball a couple of times. So we're going to talk to Sam Quinn about it all and some of the things we might be seeing when the NBA resumes following the All-Star break. Thank you to everybody tuned in on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody tuned in and locked in on a smart speaker. All you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. You know, since we have Sam joining us in about uh, 20 minutes, let's, let's talk some, some NBA action here right out of the gate. Because as I mentioned, yeah, the All-Star break is coming up. We got a couple of games to finish up tonight. Uh, the Bucks are taking on the Grizzlies. Sounds like a garbage game to watch. We got the Warriors at the Jazz. I guess that'll be okay. I'm not all that interested in it. And then we have the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Blazers. Not interested at all. And so as far as I'm concerned, this portion of the NBA season, it's done. And I guess if you want to go out with a quote-unquote bang, it happened last night. Hickey told us about this while we were on air. We got a few more details. It's the fact that Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons, if you haven't seen him much, I don't blame you because the Pistons suck. He's a power forward. He's a big, strong dude. Been in the league since 2020, got drafted in that COVID year. He's averaging 11.7 rebounds. He's a big, bad dude. He's a bruiser. He's the closest thing to a bruiser right now in the NBA. And last night before the game even got started, he decided to take his aggressions out on an opponent in the parking lot tunnel in Detroit. Isaiah Stewart, before the Phoenix Suns were going to take on the Pistons, he decided to get into it with Drew Eubanks. You know what? This is, this is wild. Shout-outs to all the, uh, the news folks in Detroit. This is via Bally Sports, or excuse me, this is from ABC7 in Detroit. Uh, listen to this description on what took place. The Pistons lost again, falling to the Suns, 116-100. Isaiah Stewart left the arena before the Pistons and Suns tipped off. He punched Suns player Drew Eubanks in the back tunnels of the arena earlier in the day. The Pistons acknowledged there was an incident and said they were looking into it. The Suns releasing a statement too. Quote, the attack on Drew Eubanks was unprovoked and acts of violence such as this are unacceptable. We unequivocally support Drew and will continue to work with local law enforcement and the NBA. That guy is so sick of the Pistons being losers. Right out of the gate. Here, let, let's hear the beginning portion. This set it all. This, this set the tone for the entire news piece. Let, listen to this. The Pistons lost again, falling to the Suns 116-100. He's used to it. He's used to it. He's tired of them losing. What else is new? The, the Detroit Pistons are a team that have eight wins and 46 losses. Thank God these guys get so much money because in what other job are you going to show up knowing that you're going to have a bad day unless you're getting paid like an NBA player? And so, yeah, Isaiah Stewart got arrested for punching Drew Eubanks. Drew says that he came up to him. They, they had a little skirmish face-to-face in the parking lot tunnel hours and hours before the game and that ultimately Isaiah Stewart decided to punch him. Well, Isaiah Stewart's own agent, yes, his agent put out a release and he told everybody he wasn't put in handcuffs. He was only cited. He was released. I guess this makes all of it so much better. Monty Williams, former head coach of the Phoenix Suns, 
now coaching the Detroit Pistons. Monty Williams wanted to tell everybody he was disappointed that his former team, the, the, the Suns, put out a statement. I guess he was more upset about this being shared with the world than the fact that his own guy punched another dude, seemingly, as far as we know, without cause. And so we know the NBA, we don't see the fighting like we used to. Hickey, what, what's the last real NBA fight you remember? I, I, I have an idea, but can you think of one, like a real fight? Like a real fight with actual punches being thrown and not just the fake hold me back, hold me back. I mean, I probably got to go back to the malice to the palace. Wow. It's 20 years. Right? I mean, unless I'm missing something egregious, I don't think we've actually had real fisticuffs. The last fight I remember in the NBA, the New York Knicks were in the garden against the Denver Nuggets. Carmelo Anthony was still on the Knicks, or excuse me, he was still on the Nuggets at the time. And between Nate Robinson, uh, former point guard Marty, Marty Collins, and Carmelo and J.R. Smith, they were all swinging all over the place, uh, kind of on the baseline at Madison Square Garden. And that's the last fight fight I can remember. That's not to say no one has been out there swinging around like a nut, but that's the last one that I can recall. Now, Isaiah Stewart, he's not, he's not foreign to issues. He's not foreign to problems. It was only two years ago, two years ago, that Isaiah Stewart went after LeBron James. Yes, LeBron James. Isaiah Stewart today is only 22 years old. LeBron James, you can say for all purposes, is almost 20 years older than him. Almost, almost double his age. And he's a legend, one of the greatest players of all time. Well, after LeBron kind of swung at him, like you could say accidentally, at the free throw line while boxing out, he drew blood. And he didn't just draw blood. He drew the ire of Isaiah Stewart, who tried to destroy him like a madman. You know what? I'm going to help you narrate this. Let's take a listen to the broadcast, courtesy of Bally Sports. And then we saw Zach Levine light him up, then Giannis, and then Jason Tatum. And tonight it's their number one guy, Jeremy Grant. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Stewart and LeBron. Stewart is hot, and everybody's coming out now. You guys realize he's bleeding. Oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, he must have caught an elbow or something, but... Oh, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of blood streaming from the side of the eye. Look, here goes Stewart. <laughs> oh, you know it's Detroit telling people to stay in your seats. Yeah, I think he's a little upset. You've got coaches. You've got security guys. Look at Dwayne Case. He's like, just calm down. And there's Cade Cunningham also. He was along the free throw line on the free throw, and he's still trying to get loose. (laughs) He's trying to kill LeBron James. He is knocking over. He's out of the game without question. I mean, this is like he's running through the line. That's nuts. That's just crazy right now. That's just crazy. That's crazy right now. Any any surprise that he was the one who punched the guy before a basketball game? 
Hickey, he'd have to be the prom candidate, right? <laughs> At this point, you're right. Uh, there is no... Rewatching that video is hilarious, by the way. But yes, there's no one right now I think that would take the crown over uh, Isaiah. Yeah, he knocked how, – how many coaches did he knock over? Like five, six coaches? Nobody wanted to get in his way. You got Russell Westbrook t- taking a fighting stance. LeBron James is standing around like, I know damn well this man is not going to hit me. I'm LeBron James. And Rajon, was, was Rajon Rondo on the sidelines too, I think? Oh, yeah, he'd be ready to throw hands. Yeah, he, well, didn't he get arrested for a uh, couple of illegal things in his car a couple weeks ago? I think so. Yeah, I think Rajon Rondo maybe he needs to, to get back into the league. Them days are, are over. Wow. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart is a, is a complete nut. It's going to be interesting to see how long he gets punished by the NBA. He was only cited. There weren't any charges brought up on the man, any issues like that yet. And we've seen fighting in the NBA. I don't know. We talked about the malice at the palace. I know we've gotten into conversations. I just told you about the New York Knicks and the Denver Nuggets getting into it years ago under the basket. We've seen Draymond Green, you know, punch uh, Nurkic in the face. We've seen Draymond Green kick people. John Morant punched a kid, not in an NBA game, but the same thing. And then probably the most infamous sucker punch in NBA history took place in 1977. Kermit Washington decided to kind of cold cock Rudy Tomjanovic, breaking that man's face. Kermit Washington was fined at that time in the 70s $10,000. He was suspended two months, which pretty much cost him 26 games. Is Isaiah Stewart going to miss 26 games? I don't think so. Drew Eubanks played in the game last night, by the way. The Phoenix Suns victory. Six points and six rebounds. If you're not looking for Drew Eubanks, I can't blame you. Most people are looking for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant went out there and dropped 25-plus. And after the game, Kevin Durant talked about this issue, this sucker punch before the game, and he said, we support Drew. Keep the game first. I mean, it's a lot of noise around our game. There's a lot of shit that comes with being an NBA player. We keep the main thing the main thing. Um, and all of that stuff will fade away. It's unfortunate uh, what happened before the game. Um, it's supposed to be a brotherhood. Um, but also understand dudes get into stuff, and stuff may happen, but you know, we try to avoid that in this league. But it happens, and hopefully we can move on from it. And um, we all support Drew. We got Drew's back. Yeah, like fight, fights happen, right? Fights happen in families, and they happen at work. Well, not here, Hickey. No, no, we don't fight here. Nobody fights, right? You'd beat me up, so yeah, no fighting here. Oh, well, not me, not me and you. Of course not me and you. Just, just saying. C- CBS in general. Nobody also fights. Also true. No fights here. Yeah, no fights. I can't, I can't remember any stories of anybody getting sucker punched. But this is the NBA, folks. And this is the most exciting thing that has happened as the NBA heads into its, its all-star break. Is the dunk contest going to be exciting? I don't know. Jalen Brown is going to be competing and against a G League guy and a New York Nick who doesn't play and Somebody else who I can't even think of right now. Shows you how exciting the dunk contest is. 
We got a WNBA player versus the NBA's greatest shooter. That's the three-point contest. I couldn't tell you who's in the celebrity game. Maybe it's going to be a fun time in Indianapolis. I don't know. I'm going to be minding my business here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'll pop in every now and then to, to just say, check things out. But the NBA season is going to heat up. Once we get past March Madness and college basketball, it's time to see who's going to go for that championship. I know the Lakers are on a run despite these recent rumors about uh, inquiry into trading LeBron James. We know the Philadelphia 76ers trying to show some signs of life as Joel Embiid is currently out. The Warriors, yeah, they, they lost last night, but they're trying to turn things around. The New York Knicks are on a run, or are the New York Knicks too damn hurt? There's a lot of questions that need to be answered, and on the other side of the break, we're going to chat with Sam Quinn from CBS Sports to understand what we will see this weekend and what we might see as the season continues and goes into the stretch run. You're locked into the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We are just getting started. We are just getting warmed up, so don't you move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The NBA is heading into its all star break. We got three games on the slate tonight. The league went out with a bang last night. Thank you so much, Isaiah Stewart. But so many questions to be answered as the year goes on. Are the Lakers going to continue on their current run? Will the New York Knicks get healthy? You know, will the Denver Nuggets with a, a different group, especially off of the bench, uh, compete at the top of the mountain for a championship again? Joining us right now to talk about it all is Sam Quinn from CBS Sports. Sam, thank you for taking the time to hop on. Man, absolutely. We're heading into the All-Star break, you know, get a nice little rest, get a nice little break before things really start to heat up again. Most definitely. Talking about, you know what, before we get into the weekend, I just mentioned Isaiah Stewart, you know, punching Drew Eubanks, and we've heard that the temperature has been lowered just a little bit by his own agent as to what actually happened. What's the latest on that situation, and what type of punishment might he face? Yeah, the league is investigating it now, I think, look, at this point, we haven't seen any video. 
We don't really know what prompted it, so it's hard to say exactly, you know, what kind of punishment to expect, but I would expect a suspension at the very least, and I would think it would be pretty significant. The NBA doesn't even want fights on the court, right? Like, there are obviously some, and you hear about things happening in tunnels after the games. There have been very few throughout history fights taking place before games, and that's something that the NBA is not going to take sitting down. I would imagine there will be a meaningful suspension, but until we know all of the details, it's hard to actually say, oh, it'll be this many games or that many games. Well, Sam Quinn is here with us from CBS. We know the league, as you mentioned, is heading into the, the All-Star break. We, we have some interesting festivities over the week. So Sabrina Unescu is going to take on Steph Curry. We got Mac McClung. They drug him up from the G League to dunk the basketball again. What are you looking forward to the most? What should we pay attention to? And obviously the game on Sunday, maybe. All right, I'm going to make a bit of a bold prediction here. I think Sabrina is going to beat Steph, or at the very least. I personally have bet on Sabrina to beat Steph because the odds are 2-1 to one plus 200. She's shooting on, a, on the WNBA three-point line, WNBA balls. If you're looking at this and saying, oh, the, the greatest shooter of all time, Stephen Curry, should absolutely win. Well, he doesn't win the three-point contest every single year, right? There's no reason to believe that, you know, just like an, an NBA shooter should be a WNBA shooter if they're both shooting by their own league rules. And with that extra money on the line, yeah, I went and I bet Sabrina. Um, the other thing that I'm looking at is the dunk contest. I mean, obviously you mentioned Mac McClung. Jalen Brown is competing. He's the first all-star to compete in years. I think it would be a very good outcome for the league if Jalen Brown were to win. I don't know if he will, but I think it would be a very good outcome for the league if he did because the hope is that we could get some superstars back into this thing, right? Like, McClung put on a great show last year. I think fans are much more interested in watching All-Stars dunk than watching G-Leaguers dunk, right? Like, it was a story in itself that they had to go to the G-League to get a dunker last year. So my hope is that McClung and Jalen Brown put on a show Maybe get a little bit of a rivalry going. Get the All-Star versus the G-Leaguer. Like, make that a theme for the next few years. But as a fan, I can admit, my hope is that Jalen Brown wins and that compels future All-Stars to say, you know what? Dunk contest is pretty cool. Let me give it a try. If we should only be so lucky. We'll, we'll see what takes place on Saturday night. Well, Sam, on, on Sunday, it seems that Sunday comes, it goes. The interest, even for a fan like myself, has waned in the actual game. It is what it is. I know they've reverted to the rules. Do you expect a change, or is it going to be another three hours of a snore fest? It's going to be another snore fest. Look, at this point, I think the only thing that could make this game compelling from the player's perspective would be Team USA versus the world. Now, you'd have to find ways to make it fair as far as picking it up All-Stars. That's not a matter for the game. That's a matter for the agents and the players. You know, players want to be named All-Stars if they're among the 24 best players. You might have a little bit of an imbalance where one side has more of them than other, the other. But if you're trying to make a competitive game, that's how you're going to get people to care, getting the USA versus the world. Not only do you have natural rivalries, you have rivalries that can be built upon in the Olympics and the World Cup and international competition. You have rivalries like maybe you have two guys who are on the same NBA team, but they're going at each other in that setting. That just seems a lot more fun to me than, like, does the East-West divide even really matter anymore? It's not something that players really take pride in in the way that they did in the 80s, where it was the same few guys on both sides every year. 
I'm just of the opinion, whether it's East-West, All-Star Draft, whatever it is you want to do, I don't know. It's just a random collection of players unless you tie them together in some thematic way. To me, USA versus the world is the way to do that. Sam Quinn is here with us from CBS Sports. I, do we have enough international players? I know they're winning MVPs and championships, but do we have enough to fill out that, that 12? Yeah, we might have a little bit of a struggle getting to 12, but we certainly get to 8 or 9 pretty comfortably. But maybe there's some things you'd have to do where, like, we pick, we pick more all-stars when only 12 show up for the game. You could pick a certain number of all-stars to make sure that all the right, the right players get recognized. Maybe the last two players on the international bench aren't necessarily of the same caliber as the American guys. But in a few years, for all we know, that might flip. We might get to a point, as we're trending in this direction, the last five MVPs have been international, we might get to a point five, ten years from now where we're looking at the USA side and saying, oh, well, maybe we have too many international players and not enough American players. So that's something that might change on a year-to-year basis. This year, I think we'd certainly be deeper on the American side, but Ultimately, if you want to make this game matter, East versus West is not something that's ever going to matter, right? Like, how many players have you heard of saying, wow, I take so much pride in representing the Eastern Conference? No, nobody. Yeah, and we certainly know that the players do feel a, a certain way, maybe egged on over the years by someone like Kendrick Perkins. Though They care about, quote-unquote, the international players coming over and gaining and garnering a lot of attention and awards. Sam Quinn is here with us on CBS Sports. You know, talking about some of these Olympians, we know the biggest name in basketball is LeBron James. Certainly been in the news a lot over the past couple of weeks before the trade deadline. Now, after the trade deadline, word leaking about interest from whether it be the Sixers or the Golden State Warriors. He has a $51 million option for next year. His son is eligible to come out. What's the latest as we move into the summer with LeBron? What do you think is most likely to happen? No, I'll start with the boring answer. The likeliest outcome is that LeBron James is a Laker next year. I don't know what that percentage is. It might be 70%. It might be 95%. But the likeliest outcome is that he's a Laker. Rich Paul came out yesterday and basically said, no, we're committed to the Lakers. LeBron's committed to the Lakers. Except that's not really true because he has a player option for next season that he could theoretically pick up at any time. You know, he got asked when he was in New York before that Knicks game, hey, are you going to pick up the player option? And he said he didn't know. I I would expect LeBron to be a Laker, but I certainly think teams are going to take a run at him. And, like, I'll just give you one team that I've kind of kept an eye on from afar is Philly. Because unlike the Warriors, unlike a lot of these teams that might want him, 76ers are going to have max cap space. They could actually go to LeBron and say, like, not only are we going to offer you the $55 million or whatever it is, we'll use our first-round pick and we'll take Bronny. We'll give you a contender. We'll give you your money. We'll put your son in a situation where he can develop here and grow into an NBA player, and you can play with him. Like, I don't know. I think Philly's the likeliest answer if you were going to talk to an external team. But ultimately, like, if LeBron was really committed, I, I feel like he wouldn't be dropping hints at press conferences in New York, right? Like, I think he's keeping a somewhat open mind. I think Los Angeles is the most likely answer, but let's see how the rest of the season goes. Let's see if the Lakers make any significant moves in the build-up to the draft. Like, Let's see if the Lakers give him a reason to say, hey, we know you're happy in Los Angeles, but we want to make sure you're happy as a Laker. We want to make sure that you think you can win here. If the answer to that is no, if he's concerned about that and his behavior leading up to the deadline suggested that he was, 
I think he'd keep an open mind if the right team picked Bronny or the right team had cap space. Well, Sam, on that other end, we heard the rumor about the inquiry into LeBron James by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson expiring contract. Draymond Green just starting his contract. Steph Curry still at an amazing rate. Kuminga improving. What's the deal with the, the Warriors, their contracts, and still trying to be competitive the rest of this year and into the future? Yeah, you know, Joe Lakeup said yesterday on Tim Kawakami's show that their goal wasn't just to duck the second apron next year, it's to duck the luxury tax entirely. Now, if you're going to do that, like that means substantially lower paychecks or just letting Clay Thompson and Chris Paul go. They have those big expiring contracts right now. Their, con- their salaries alone, before you talk about luxury taxes, north of $200 million. Well, if you're going to bring the team back and you're also going to get under the tax line, that means Clay Thompson's going to take a big pay cut or he's going to be gone, and Chris Paul's going to take a big pay cut or he's going to be gone. I think they explored LeBron. Just It would be irresponsible of them not to because you have LeBron and Steph on the same team. I don't care how old they are. They're going to seriously compete for the title. I think a lot of this is going to come down to how the rest of the year goes. They've been playing very, very well lately. Last night's loss to the Clippers aside, they figured some things out with Draymond as their starting center, playing Kaminga and Wiggins together in the starting lineup. Podzemski, I don't want to say he's replaced Clay Thompson. Clay's still starting, but it's pretty clear that Pods is the shooting guard of the future there. They're kind of blending the old and the young together, and they're finding ways to succeed. They're still 26-26. and 26. They're a 10 seed. I think it's unlikely that they advance past the first round of the postseason. But it seems like, based on what Joe Lacob said, the days of endless payroll and all this investment and making sure that they're going to do everything in their power to win championships, that might be coming to an end, and they might be looking at a couple of leaner years. Sam Quinn is here with us from CBS Sports. You know, as the season goes into the break and then we come out on the other side of it, we go to the stretch. There seems to be so much parity in the league right now. There isn't one team that you look at and just go, oh, man, they're going to destroy everybody. Even the Boston Celtics, looking like the best team in the league. You know, if Porzingis falls down and breaks a nail, it could be curtains for them, and they get dropped down a notch. What should we look for with the remainder of the season? This is really going to be a free-for-all. Yeah, I mean, Boston takes 43s a game. Like, all it takes for the Celtics to get eliminated is if they go cold for six days, that could be three losses in the second round, and poof, their 60-win season is gone. There's not one favorite right now, and even some of the teams that have gotten really hot, the Clippers were you know, incredible lately until this week when they get blown up the doors off by the Timberwolves and they lose, or they have Kawhi, or they, they're missing Kawhi last night, they win, but you're seeing that every single team has some significant weakness. The Clippers were too small for the Timberwolves. You know, the Nuggets have frankly been playing apathetic basketball for a lot of the year. The Celtics are so three-point dependent. You know, the Timberwolves have so many bench offense issues. They tried to solve that with Monty, um, Monty Morris at the deadline. Every single team this year has some major weakness, and every single team this year has one or two teams that they just don't want to see in the playoffs. I hate to say it. It's kind of a cop-out answer. I sort of think the teams that make the finals are going to be the teams that avoid the pitfalls, like avoid the bad matchups. I can't sit here and say any single team in either conference is significantly better than any of the others, but the Clippers have a problem with Minnesota size. Right? And, like, you know, the Thunder have a problem with some with size as well. Denver has a problem with teams that can really spread them out and play high pick and roll against them. Like, 
every single team has some major weakness that's exploitable. And what I'm watching for is how is the bracket going to play out and which teams are going to get the lucky matchups. Well, having said that, Sam, I'm going to put you on the spot. By the time we get to June, what team has the best chance to go ahead and hoist that Larry O'Brien? I mean, best chance, I'd probably say Boston, just because I think the East is weaker than the West, and 90% of the battle is just getting there. If you ask me who I think the single best team in the NBA is, I think sooner or later the Nuggets are going to stop playing possum and then they're just going to look a lot more like the team that won the championship last year. They haven't looked like that lately, but I think they're the team with the fifth gear that the rest of the league probably can't match. But that being said, if you ask me to assign a percentage chance that any single team is going to win the title, nobody's above like 20% right now, right? Like I might say the Nuggets have the best chance. I'd still say they're like a 15 to 20% chance to win the title. There are seven or eight teams that should feel like they have a real chance. So going into the postseason, you're right. There's more parity now than there's maybe ever been. Well, that, that makes or should make for some good viewing. And we also know we have to get through playing tournaments and reseeding. Uh, the NBA certainly always keeping things interesting. Hey, Sam, you going to be out enjoying Indianapolis or are you taking a break? I am taking the weekend. I'm not taking the weekend off. I'll be working. But I uh, did not want to make the trip out to Indianapolis. Other than St. Elmo's, I don't know what the real – I've never been to Indy. I'm Uh-oh. sorry, but there's nothing there that really appeals to me enough to make that trip. You don't, you don't want the spicy uh, – what is that? Horse, radish, sauce? I'll try it at some point. I will find a reason to get out to Indianapolis at some point. I do want to try the St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail. Other than okay. that, though, like I almost feel like I could go to Chicago – just drive out to Indy for lunch one day and then drive back. Like, that's the only thing in that city that really appeals to me. Hey, yeah, listen, Sam, uh, I, I've had that St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail. It's it, it ain't worth the trip, bro. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, I'm not going to force it. If I, find a, if I find a reason to get to Indianapolis at some point, I'll try it. But, yeah, I'm not, I don't see much of the appeal. I don't want to go out of my way to go to Indiana. <laughs> I hear that. Well, Sam, I look forward to chatting with you down the line. Hopefully we get some good stuff over All-Star Weekend. Where can people follow you and all your work with CBS Sports? Uh, yeah, um, Twitter, Sam Quinn CBS. Just read CBSSports.com. We put out a lot of good stuff. Some of it's mine. But, yeah, just keep an eye on CBS Sports. We do a lot of great stuff. Hey, much love to Sam Quinn for coming through, joining us here, the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk to Sam later on in the season as we get down to the nitty gritty here's the deal folks 855-212-4cbs it's 855-212-4cbs we're going to take a break speaking of the nitty-gritty we got an announcement from the commissioner of major league baseball of when he's going to leave you're going to have to wait a while and then oh yeah by the way spring training is underway we're going to talk some baseball at the top of the hour we're going to talk about all these damn coaches leaving we got Bill Bender from Sporting News joining us next hour to talk about all of these, these coaches deciding to uh, end up in new places. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Right? I sound like Kirk Cousins. How you like that? Yeah, NBA, All-Star break, baseball, they're warming up. Pitchers and catchers, batters are showing up, going down in Florida, Arizona. Spring training. Lovely. You got to love it, right? Uh, Unless you're Blake Snell. (laughs) Blake Snell still doesn't have a job. Unless you're Cody Bellinger. Still doesn't have a job. Yeah, baseball is wild. And so it's, it's pretty ironic. While we have all of these dudes showing up for spring training, that the commissioner gave an update as to uh, when he's going to be out the door. And and trust me, people cannot stand Commissioner Manfred. People hate his guts. He's still sticking around. Commissioner Manfred let everybody know that he will be gone. A matter of fact, here, take a listen to what the hell he just said. Look, I'm 65, okay? I just started a five-year term. That Do that math, right? That makes me 70 years old. You can only have so much fun um, in one lifetime. He's going to be here until January of 2029. <laughs> He's going to be here until January of 2029. He is 65 years old right now. Hickey, do you really think He's going to leave in 2029. I do. I know it's a long time from now, and I guess his mind could change. Um, But I will think he holds true to that statement. And by 2030, we'll have a new commissioner. I feel like these commissioners just, and, and, you know, Roger Goodell has been around for a long time. Adam Silver has now been around for the, you know, better part of a decade now, plus a little bit. But it feels like they just tackle in another three or four years. It's just like, I can do it some more. I can do it some more. I can do it some more. And so to say in the year 2024 that you're going to leave in 2029, he may wake up at 70, which is, is not all that old to be a commissioner. I think is it old to run around and be coaching people? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yes, I think so. But to be a commissioner, not like Rob Manfred is doing heavy lifting. He shows up to stadiums, eats popcorn, and gets booed. He does interviews and says stupid statements. He could do that until he is 80 years old. Rob Manfred, yeah, if you were hoping that he would leave because you hate his guts, 
He's not going anywhere. He's going to be sticking around until January of 2029. Hey, thank you so much to Sam Quinn. Covers the NBA for CBS Sports. Sam Quinn joined us on the other side of the break. And so thank you for that. We'll see if there's anything interesting that happens over NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, But besides Rob Manfred just uh, taking a hike in 2029, speaking of some more baseball news, there's a report that the Oakland Athletics might stick around a little bit longer in Oakland. Yeah, remember, they're supposed to be moving to Vegas in 2028. Uh, This was on ABC7 out in the Bay Area. Listen to this. The Oakland A's will meet to consider a lease extension at the Oakland Coliseum. The San Francisco Chronicle is reporting that the team officials will be meeting with representatives from Oakland and Alameda County. Now, the team's current lease runs out after the 2024 season. The A's have been looking, but they have not yet found a place to play beyond this season while they wait for a new stadium to be built in Las Vegas, presumably by the 2028 season. Oh, man. Hickey, the the Oakland A's just... They sound like they sound like scrubs. It's not like, well, the team is a bunch of bums, but the organization, they, they, they sound like a bunch of wanderers, like a bunch of vagabonds. Like we want to leave here, but then we have no place to stay. It's like asking to stay at somebody's house for a couple of weeks uh, before you can move into your new apartment. This is what this is the Oakland A's This is a professional baseball team. It's embarrassing. Like it really is. <laughs> like what do we do? Like the fact that. I mean, what if Oakland says no? What if they're a score and lover and says, screw you? Like, where are they going to go? No well, <laughs> one's banging down the door to bring the Oakland A's to town. I, I know that they've been looking at a minor league facility in Vegas before the real stadium is ready. We've seen reports of them looking in Utah. Let's just park the team in Utah for a couple of seasons. And now they're going back to Oakland and going, hey, we, we know we want to leave. But can we just stay a little bit? This is, this, you know what this sounds like, Hickey? Not that I've experienced this. Not that you have either. This is like living with a partner, breaking up with that partner, realizing that you can't go anywhere else and then hitting them up in two weeks and going, um, I know we broke up, but would you mind if I just like slept on the couch for a few weeks? This is exactly what this sounds like, man. Who are the A's then in that scenario? Is it Vince Vaughn or are they Jennifer Aniston? Oh, help me out. What movie is that? I don't oh, know. The breakup? That's that's what happened in the breakup. That's exactly what happened. They broke up. They had a great apartment and neither wanted to leave because of the location and the value. So they said, all right, fine. Like basically cut the apartment uh, in half. One lived in one half, the other lived in the other half. <laughs> it did not end well, as you could imagine. But well, that's, that's, that's what the movie, A's are doing right now. That's that's a movie that you saw that I've never seen. How about that? One of the, the few. The breakup. Wow. Okay. Oldie I may have, goodie. I may have to check that one out. And you know what complicates matters a little bit more? The fact that, what was it, a week, two weeks ago, the mayor of Las Vegas basically said, uh, I don't think the A's need to come here. I think they'd be better off staying in Oakland. And then she tried to clean it up. And so the Oakland Athletics are just like the team this, that, that no city wants right now. I'm exaggerating, but... It's more than embarrassing. And so, hey, Rob Manfred, before you decide to leave in 2029 or whatever the hell you decide to go, can, can you do everybody a favor? Like, fix, fix this first. Like, you're the commissioner, man. You really let, you really, you, you, you let them bleed out. You let Fisher 
bleed the team out, drain the fans out by putting garbage on the field. They're playing at a, just a hellhole of the Oakland Coliseum. The place looks like it's falling apart. And then they got to wait years. They got to wait four years before they can move in. Their lease expires in Oakland at the end of the season. This is some real jackassery. This isn't a, a football team moving to Los Angeles where there's a stadium, an arena every five miles. This is Las Vegas. This is, this is pathetic, actually. There's, there's not a better word for it than pathetic. And Rob Manfred is sitting around talking about how much longer he's going to be the quote-unquote the boss. And he needs to get the hell up on out of there. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of getting the hell out of there. You know, yesterday we had another college football head coach who decided to bail on his program in February. You know how, how late in the game it is to just be up and leaving? We're going to talk about this. We're going to have Bill Bender join us from the Sporting News in about 30 minutes. But I'm going to detail to you how this, the, the coach from right here at Georgia State said, I'm leaving. He just left the players to go back home to South Carolina. It's crazy what's going on in college football. So many coaches moving around. We're going to talk about it on the other side. Yeah, the coach has got no problem leaving. I wish Manfred would leave. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 